0: Uh, I'm Don Shanahan, Will Johnson, and we're over here together. We said this about a year ago in August, the bridge between Phoenix and Chicago is become to the be kitchen table of Mr. Shanahan's house. Okay. So um, we are recording a little bit of video and a little bit of audio to go with this podcast episode on Nope. We'll see how kind of far that gets us, and I'll get rid of pop-ups on my screen. Um, but we're uh, going to record an episode, but we thought we'd put a little video start here a little bit for the folks that are getting this that way. At some point, we're going to have our eyes look really lost and wander over to where our reads are and get our pieces and parts. But if you ever want to see a cinephile his fit, I, we've never done, like, a episode on video, so this would be interesting in terms of, like, when we... Hit the bell, or when we argue, or when he punches me in the face for calling Jordan Peele a hack. Um, <laughs>
1: never happen. Never, never, ha- never yeah. happen. And
0: okay. I, I, I'm going to try to avoid, just like
1: Nope, I'm going to try to avoid looking him in the eyes because you can't see these, these,
0: these grays. These, yeah.
1: uh, well, those, what are you, hazel eyes? I'm I'm more gray. On the license, okay. it says gray. But yeah. So these gray eyes, I mean, you can fall mm-hmm. asleep into those things. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying not to, I'm trying to stay focused on the movies, yeah. not be seduced uh it's not my thing Mm -hmm. uh i mean it could be my thing there's nothing wrong with that yeah um never mind
0: let's but this is a little extra video so (laughs) folks if you're betting this is cinephile hissy fit so welcome to the cinephile hissy fit podcast the tirade film movie debate podcast hosted by two film critics cool dads (laughs) and struggling teachers Uh, Uh, i'm don shanahan
1: i am Oh, I don't have a clever name. Uh, you're here, Will, William Henry Johnson the Third.
0: There, there it is. Yeah. We're damn glad to have you, folks, ladies and gentlemen. This is all for tantrum's sake. We're shared passions and high five wash away any place for hate. In the end, we encourage you all to love what you love. But for now, the gloves are off and the hissy fit is on. Dude. This week, we're talking about Jordan Peele's Nope, recommended by any darn good cinephile fan in the whole wide world, because <laughs> the man can do some things. Our format is this: the recommending lover we'll go first he will get five 500 minutes to shower his praise and state his high-minded case the hater will follow what? hate is less than masterpiece over here yeah. we'll talk about that <laughs> um the hater will follow with five 500 minutes of his own to present his counterpoints in any manner of intellectual scorched earth after that we'll open it all for 15 to 50 minutes of video and audio uh conversation with the if it really gets chippy uh Quirks and all of what we yeah. do, and be like, you get to see what I look like when Will's doing his five minutes, which is this
1: Usually sleeping or doing the laundry, yeah. or yeah, I'll be sipping
0: tea over here more than anything.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Hey, uh, yeah, before we get started, mm-hmm. I wanted to show some cool stuff that Don gifted to me. This is something that um, uh, I actually promised to give to a cousin, I think, last Christmas. And we just had It does a say "Happy
0: Holidays" on it, so yeah, we haven't
1: had a chance to. But it's pretty cool, and it's it's pretty awesome because and it's hard to see with the glare. But yeah, um, this is a "No Time to Die," the Oscar-winning song, mm-hmm. um, written by Billie Eilish and the other guy, Phineas uh, O'Connell. Yeah. <laughs> so this is gonna be a gift to one of my cousins, who's signed like, She music signed, for people yeah. who are on the
0: podcast who can't see the video. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I forgot
1: we're on a podcast.
0: We're too. on a podcast. We're too. trying to work this all
1: out. Yeah. We've also got a. Uh, <clears throat> some videos we're going to be posting of Don's mm-hmm. viewing space, my viewing space, things like that. You might find interesting here is perennial loser. Diane Warren has been nominated mm-hmm. for about 75 Oscars, including this one, which she did not win for, I think was the same year, same this, year. Yeah, yeah. So she lost to Billie Eilish, but this is signed sheet music for, mm-hmm. four good, good, Somehow, which which one is the song and which one's the uh, movie? Four Good Days is the movie. Yeah, obviously, I haven't seen it, and uh, I think that's the case with most Diane Warren Oscar nominated songs. It usually I comes seen from. Either. S- s- I just crazy. can't picture
0: Mila Kunis going dirty. Like I know she's doing the whole drug addle meth thing, but it, yeah, it's no, yeah,
1: I would, yeah, sure, absolutely, yeah. I agree with that. And then I got a nice gift, uh, mm. my favorite movie of last year, which we have talked about on the show. Don has a plethora, as you'll see in a video of like free books that he gets on making of movies and stuff like that. And he right. was kind enough. And I kind of asked and I feel kind of bad about it, but whatever. Don't worry. Uh, West side story making of book, which I'm excited to read on the plane
0: home. So I'm very pumped about that. It beats collecting dust in my house. Yeah, no, yeah. it
1: will come to good use.
0: Trust no, me. thank you. Movie so. studios for all your, four-year consideration items that you send us critics that are trying to kiss our butts to get you votes. It worked for, it worked for that one. I wasn't even one of the, I don't think I voted for, I think I did a, uh, Whatever the song was in um, uh, The Heart of They Fall, uh, Guns Go Bang. Uh, I think yeah, I voted for that. Yeah. Sorry, Billy and Phineas. Thank you for the uh, signed sheet music that I now give to a dude in Arizona. The book
1: that he got for Heart of They Fall was bigger than your sheet music. So.
0: that's and really We, what we are measuring FYC dicks over here. Yes, this is very true. That's, yeah, yeah, I yeah. always do that.
1: Um, oh, gosh. I always How can lose, you not? too. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm always smaller. Um, all mm-hmm. right. But uh, okay, so let's talk about. No, I'm going to pull up nope. my. So this is the other thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a my yeah. phone and the timer, yeah. and okay. uh, we got the bell. I'm going to let you ring the bell. No, come on! I get to ring it. Yeah, okay. you're here. Okay. You got to. Okay, cool. All right, uh, it's always me. All right. So, uh, no, um, you know, we talk a lot about on this show about expectations. Um, you do well. I yeah. I'm because, interrupting your five. No, no, it's fine. Okay, because you have. You're a lot more tempered than I am. I watch trailers for a lot of stuff, though. He's teaching me not to do that, um, and that works for the most part. And and this and this movie, unlike Get Out or Us, um, had a lot of promotion. I think because Get Out and Us, even though they're very complex movies, they they have um, a simple elevator pitch that mm-hmm. you can give to them, like Get Out, Black Man uh goes to visit his white girlfriend's family and that alone can tell you a a whole bunch um and then us was pretty much like why are there people that look like us stalking us in our cabin (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. but and then it was layered from there but this one i think is a harder sell so they threw a lot of trailers out there uh the first one was very mysterious but then the second one was showing you stuff like the the trailer was showing because you won't know but they showed, watch you, the trailer. they showed you like the ufo and they showed you know like and obviously there's a big twist on what the ufo is and which really mm-hmm. neat and they didn't sell yeah. that um and actually but and the only reason why i bring it up is because this one had the potential to be the first jordan peele film with a lot of mystery to it a lot of uh stuff that would have been revealed by the trailers but That's true. even the trailers that reveal a lot don't reveal enough which is good about this movie um I was talking to Don the other day and some other people and our friends over at Cinematic Underdogs. I was telling them, I'm just like, as soon as I got out of Nope, I I just said, I got to go see it again immediately. Um, I felt that way with Get Out. I felt that way with us. I I think that the fact that we've got a filmmaker out there right now who is doing everything that all the critics of the big hits like Marvel and stuff are doing. He's got original ideas, um, layered, like just layered ideas. He's got levels to his, his stuff. And we'll, we'll go into some of that because there's a lot of theories going around and, and I, and I, I did have to, I did read some articles. uh, There's a really great one about variety about there's some stuff that's not explained, which is perfectly fine. I think that's totally okay. Mm. And we'll talk about this too, with the, the masterpiece thing. Like I, I asked, uh, I'm not going to say masterpiece because I'm learning not to do that. Um, however, I will say that I, I can't think of a director that's, that's had a better run than the, I mean, the first three movies.
0: Uh, who? i can what, but what, i'll wait for my five
1: okay uh i mean in my recent lifetime yeah. you know maybe in history there is of course you know i, I stuff that comes on top of my head is like a rob reiner or something who had like you know just hit 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 hit, hit. You know, good spielberg pick. had hit, hit 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 you know mm-hmm. they're, they're all there but like the first three films from this yeah. guy i i've never been just that i can remember uh, in terms of like them coming out release and, and i followed film in that in that regard because you know i you discover the older guys and stuff like mm-hmm. that but in terms of three films back to back to back that made me want to go see it again instantly made me think like it's been a long time since I've had a film that has made me just like sit there maybe since the last Jordan Peele film Mm. where I, I sit there and after the movie and I just contemplate and like try to connect the pieces and stuff like that small, small detail on what, uh, nope is just in case you don't know. Um, cause I, even the trailers, it's hard to kind of decipher yeah. what this movie yeah. is about. Um, but, uh, if, if, uh, get out is about, you know, the racial microaggressions and the uncomfortableness of different, the other as whites perceive the other, uh, and us is, is about, um, you know, uh, how much control there really is in society and, uh, you know the how successful can you be depending on your wealth and status and
0: mm-hmm. things like
1: that. this movie is more about um clout and fame and um what we do to sacrifice um what we do personally because there's there's a level to that what we do personally to get fame yeah. what we're willing to sacrifice cuz there's one character in here who is all about just trying to succeed at at that lowest level possible like just instead mm-hmm. of doing work it's it's finding that shot you know right literally that comes down to the shot but also i read a really interesting article in variety maybe i'll pull it up while don's talking But um about, among other things about yes yeah. squat and take a shit right here yeah, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but about how like uh, um this is the whole cast is essentially people of color and mm-hmm. how and and uh, and unlike the other two films which focused a lot on black lives this has almost the whole gamut i mean it's got Latinos, um, Asian, I, I think in this case, Korean
0: mm-hmm, and
1: mm. um, and then black people as well. So it it, it it goes about how we acquire fame, how we go about getting fame, how there's exploitation. Um, OK, so that's kind of the essence of Nope. And I haven't even touched on the fact that it has a freaking UFO in it. So that's the kind of stuff Jordan Peele gives Spoiler. you. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff Jordan Peele gives you is layered social commentary with uh, uh the two previous films, horror bent, and in this case, I'd say a sci-fi bent. So I agree. That's where I'm going to stop there.
0: <laughs>
1: look at that. Yeah. All, All right, right. All All right Don, wow me with your hatred. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's not <laughs> hatred. It's just, I'm tempering it down where I can. I noticed we do our timers differently. I'm a five minute countdown guy. You're a five minute count up guy. Sure. Oh, yeah. see, look yeah. at this dynamic. That's right. right. That's right. Uh No, for me, I'm um, oh, starting timer. There you go. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, all right, great point. Anyway, let right? yeah, yeah, Please enjoy the show announcement. No, right. <laughs> uh, no, for me, uh, Nope is very, very good. Um, I, I will tip my hat at the originality that is possible from Jordan Peele. The man can write his ass off and layer different pieces, hints, characters, and whatnot. Um, I'm doing my best. Um, I, well, I'm doing my best and also did my best in both my written review on 25 WoW. And I'm going to try to do it here to do what everybody else isn't doing, which is if I can try not to compare him to his previous two films. Now I'll say that at the same time, because this is more of a bar stool shared than it is, than it is a review where I feel like um, thanks to cinephile or cinematic underdogs and our our rants lately on Twitter, where to me in a formal review is not the place to play comparison cards and next Spielberg, next M night Shyamalan Mm -hmm. next John Carpenter cards and all that, (laughs) that, that hyperbole to me is, I'll just say right up front. I feel like it's reductive and um, uh, it's also patronizing as fuck, in my opinion, where let Jordan Peele be the best damn Jordan Peele in the world. Don't let him um, have to answer to uh, filmmakers that come before him. Uh, Every filmmaker borrows something from other people and it's flavors and hints and appreciations and homages. And um, when I watch Jordan Peele's movies, I, yeah, there's flavors of all kinds of things if you really want to dig that deep. Uh, But if you want to invoke the Spielbergs and the Shyamalans and the Carpenters, I guess, but to, to lay that on him as like the next or this that's patronizing, especially when since we're playing the racial card, you're doing that to a black man, yep. you know, putting, Oh, he's not as good as these white contemporaries before, or but that came before him. Don't do that shit to Jordan Peele, let Jordan Peele be Jordan Peele. Yep. So um, that said, um, same thing with also trying to, you know, compare Jordan Peele to Jordan Peele. Um, I, I'll let the man make three movies and do his own thing. Mm-hmm. We, we can forget that he wrote Keanu, guys. Like, we <laughs> – we, every, everyone – I say that because mm-hmm. um, we've talked about this in the show where you're, you sometimes – to, at least to me or as the guy who's really trying to temper expectations and not get riled up and everything is to um, you're never as good as you're only as good as your next movie. So yeah, like if he stopped making things at the Comedy Central show or writing Keanu, we would think oh, it's just another sketch comedian guy. He's a, he's a Wayans brothers. And here we go patronizing the Wayans brothers by making comparisons. So no, <laughs> yeah. let Jordan Peele be Jordan Peele. And Jordan mm-hmm. Peele has done enough mm-hmm. in three movies to be Jordan Peele. Nobody else. He's his own man. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I, I, so I am I did my best in my written review. I'm going to try to do my best here not to compare him to his other movies. Um, but to loop it all back to the Barstool format, um, I'm more of an us guy than a, than a get-out guy. Um, this movie is very good. Um, I gave it three out of five. I admit I tempered it down a little bit where um, there are – and this is where we'll get more into Nope – where there are pieces of parts to me that um, he has extremely good – details that are formed in different places here and there. Um my challenge for Jordan or the my challenge with the movie is like the glue that puts it together or which ones were given emphasis that ended up having emphasis versus which ones that don't. Um, I'll be the one that says right here in the opening five minutes. This should have been Steve Yun's movie. Um, He's got the best Mm -hmm. backstory and the best depth of arc that, Mm -hmm. that hints at those bigger themes and bigger ideas and the whole Gordy sitcom stuff is the super invested thing because they open the movie with oh, it they yeah. they hint at it so many sp- steps along the way where that is fascinating and chilling sure, where if that's sure. your guy yeah. out in the desert seeing some things and maybe bring thinking he can see those things and fix those things or mm-hmm. incorporate him as he tries to a little bit into his show over there in the western land whatever the jupiter heck it's called. falls jupiter falls that's whatever.
1: right is jupiter falls
0: jupiter falls jupiter's, jupiter's claim jupiter's claim there that's the one okay
1: jupiter falls i think it's a yeah, <laughs>
0: another porn film? Yeah, <laughs> donkey always. Puncher's 26 again? Yeah, you, know, okay, you yeah. know me. Yeah, thanks social media for bringing up Donkey Puncher's again. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I feel like, and no, offen- and no offense to Daniel Kaluuya and um, mm-hmm. and Kiki Palmer, who are doing a very nice job with the parts they do, mm-hmm. um, but I'll I'll attribute this idea to our guy Aaron White. Is um, Both those two are kind of the same character from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. Now, if you need that arc in a movie... That's an argument to make whether you like a movie or not. Not my argument to make, but it's an argument I've heard out there where do those two really change other than getting through the ordeal they do? And if the goal of that ordeal is essentially just to get proof and pictures, TMZ level of aliens, like if it all comes down to snapping that one picture after all of what we've seen and all of what has been suggested and hinted, I find that to be just less than substantial versus mm. the heady things that are out there i feel like the movie could have gone further and maybe that threw out to make it further with steve yune's character honestly mm. i don't know it's kind of where i'm at with it
1: yeah. All
0: right. yeah please enjoy this short announcement from our ruminations radio friends partners and advertisers we know you've been scared watching horror movies by yourself well now you don't have to Hang out with Ruminations of Redrum, all things horror, from movies to the latest spooky games we've played. Come hang out, but hurry. The killer's behind you. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. You want to kick in? Yeah. No. Um, I- I'll, um, I'll say it a little further. Um, he has very good ideas. That Gordy stuff. Um, on the sitcom, like like you said, because now you see Steve Yoon with the shrine in, in his Which office, and um, and even the mystery- charges people for right, and-, and even the little mysteries in that scene of like, well, where's Gordy at? How the fuck does that shoe stand up? Like all the little suggestions and 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 seeds. I call I, I in my in my silly twenty five love review, I call Jordan Peele a cinematic horror because that dude plants some seeds. Oh, he does. He does. Um and some of those seeds. Um, I think the deepest and most cultivated seeds to turn gardener here with the green wall behind us is the Steve Jung stuff. And it's not that his character ends with a whimper, but when, when we leave that, when we leave the, when we go to the Gordy stuff and leave it to come back to Daniel and Kiki, not that Daniel and Kiki don't have a compelling backstory with father and the Hollywood and the Hollywood story of what their company has been and the cute little nod to cinematic history and all that. Like it's all, it's all brewed and baked together. Like nothing is so bitter and mismatched that you can't eat that bite with the other bite. But I'm like, ooh, wow, there's a lot of caramel here. Like, just I, there's so much more on things that don't go anywhere for me. Well, I just,
1: I've I got to disagree with you first yeah.
0: on that the
1: fact that we're just going to call them, well, one's OJ. I know that. But right. We'll just call them uh, Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer. Um, I disagree that they're the same character because. From the uh, beginning of the movie, the end of the movie? Yeah, yeah, because they both represent... This is more of an archetype kind of thing. Um, okay. Daniel Kaluuya, like the father um,
0: uh, da- uh, of Keith David. Which oh, Otis. Is awesome. yeah, yeah, golden yeah. throw to Keith David. Love Keith David. Yeah. He's,
1: he's on my... like
0: Narrate some, my life.
1: Somehow he's like uh, uh, like top five all time in terms of like most viewed actors on my letterbox. Yeah. But he, re- recor- he represents more the traditionalist, someone who... Mm -hmm. is trying is selling literally his horses right to to keep money coming like the more quote-unquote legit way whereas Mm -hmm. his sister is using yeah the
0: platform of springboard stuff
1: yeah she's she's trying every route possible to get fame in some way and Mm -hmm. even the structure which daniel kalua kind of gets on board with and I think he's more into the survival and figuring this thing out because right? he's a horse trainer, like figuring yeah. out animals. Because, spoiler, this isn't a UFO in the sense of a flying saucer. It's a flying
0: Creat- eye creature. Well, the, and <laughs> I admit, by the time it unfurls, and here's my star, here's my Will Johnson bad reference of the day, I saw Count Dooku's solar sailor ship from that yeah, episode see, I
1: saw. i I'm like, what? is that? I saw the sailing ship
0: from Star Trek: Insurrection, which came out before <gasps> Ooh, Episode okay, Two, okay. and I think Still, Star was it off, but whatever. I don't I'm change, like yeah. bed sheets in the wind. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. not scared and by also, your streamer monster,
1: and also Deep Space Nine introduced. The oh gosh, yeah, 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 The sailing ships, but whatever. Right, we don't need to get into that. But but, but no, but I was just going to say that I was it, more
0: intimidated by the little chode that flies <laughs> around than I was. <laughs> yeah. Sil- silky tie monster. But in terms of their arcs,
1: I, yeah. I feel that the Kiki Palmer needs that realization of um, the traditional aspect of working for your money, working for your fame Ah, from the brother. And I think that's why their arcs go together. Yeah. Because he is not chasing fame. He's very quiet. He's Mm -hmm. very reserved. He wants no attention. You know, he knows his sister's around and she's going to, like, when they go in to see Steve Yoon, she's like, Oh, you're that kid from this and that, and the, you yeah. know? He's and like, it's, can we can we get back to business? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So He's I I I though I don't think they go through a you know a traditional tra- a traditional or complex arc. Yeah. I think this since the whole movie is about what we do for fame mm. and clout mm-hmm. and how we abuse our histories because mm. like I De- see it. Gen- it. Daniel Kalua is the the basic setup for the movie they show this in the trailers too so it's not spoiler info, yeah but is that the very first motion picture ever of the man on a horse mm-hmm. you know the person who shot the image gets all the credit but the black jockey who was on it who is technically the first movie star mm-hmm. as they indicate that you know we, no one knows who he is and we find out that of course it's his family but they don't get the fame they're yeah. they're the workers behind the scenes um and uh there's a lot of, like I said, layered stuff. Uh, but you know, he is just the next generation working on being a animal trainer in Hollywood. You know, they work on middling things like the Scorpion King and, mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah, that, that was, where they're like, "Oh, they're love just those use, nods." They yeah. just use camels anyway.
0: Yeah, Universal uh, flexing it there a little yeah. bit. Yeah,
1: but you know, then you have the Fry's Electronic which it dates this movie a little bit since Fry's Electronics so went out of business. But yeah, um,
0: you know, I bet intentionally so.
1: Yeah, he's trying to be a you know conspiracy theorist ufo guy mm-hmm.
0: he's the guy in his basement doing shows while working Ex- exactly yeah,
1: yeah. yeah and you know then you have the cinematographers who's a legendary cinematographer michael wincott another great voice yeah oh. you know, he's he indicates the old hollywood adage i do one for you do one for me mm-hmm. like because mm-hmm. he's obviously shooting a very bland commercial yeah. in the beginning but he's also like this legendary
0: yeah, we see him filmmaker. like watching like what has to be like 1900s <laughs> yeah. animal footage of yeah. pythons choking out tigers, like looking for the right thing, and yeah, it, yeah. Wincott's voice being as dry as the fucking desert is <laughs> awesome.
1: Yeah, but he's he's got yeah. his elements of like what mm-hmm. fame is and how you earn it. So there's a lot yeah. of levels of that, and that's why I don't mind that they don't go through like a traditional arc. It's yeah. it's more about all their approaches to fame. And approaches to recognition how and 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 when I say about abusing the past, going back to that way mm-hmm. I, I say about that first motion picture, Daniel Kalua is just keeping the business running, whereas right. Kiki is trying to say like, hey, since the beginning we had skin in the game, and she's more she's more uh, I don't want to say mm-hmm. promoting her history. she's using it as a crutch, yeah, and then Steve Yoon is the same. he came from this he had one hit movie. And the first thing I thought of, and then Variety had an article that also confirmed Mm -hmm. this. The first thing I thought of was Short Round, where you had, it's not because of the Asian thing, it's because you had an actor who was purposely portrayed as what they look like as another. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, there was Kid Sheriff, I think was the first movie that he Mm -hmm. was in, and then they put him in the sitcom as kind of like the adopted, you know, Asian kid of of a white family. And then he's got this tragic backstory, and he's profiting off the tragic backstory when he can and points that he's he's also chasing something because he's got you know he's using whatever he can which was that one movie kid sheriff to run Mm -hmm. a whole town or whatever so it's it's all about to me they're more yeah they're more represent they're more signposts of something than characters and And i think that's i'm
0: glad you're i'm the guy who's not you know like i I get that like there's like i said horror culture. there's a lot of seeds and a lot of things Mm -hmm. um and to me, I'm watching some go, I mean, it, to have that many seeds and to have them be really reasonably interconnected the way mm-hmm. we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you say lacks complexity, I guess that's what I'm missing is like, if you're going to have this many seeds and speak to what you're speaking to, have it get to a complex level to, justify well the, the journey the means the the spectacle also is there too now don't get me wrong that third act i mean i know a lot of critics are dogging that third act of like when it's the horseback action scene and the and the in mm-hmm. the billy men and all that like i i, I i'm on the edge of my seat going like let's see where this goes it's a bit of a chase mode situation but like i'm still compelled to see where it goes at the end even if i'm not intimidated by origami string stream, streamer monster but
1: well look at it I, the way i look at it is like with a fable like when you think of. Okay. Uh, the, my go-to fable I teach kids all the time is the tortoise and the hare.
0: Mr. Johnson, yeah, the here. English teacher. Yeah, okay. I,
1: I don't. The tortoise and the hare—they they are pretty much defined by one quality. They're not mm-hmm. complex characters. It's yeah. more the moral of the story that is being told there. So, okay. I—that's how I see some movies. Yeah. I don't—I don't think every movie has to be like the characters have to be these rich. Like yeah. dimensional things, we, because they're, they're selling a point. It's a moral of the
0: story. Yeah, and, so. and this isn't all the way down to where we were just talking about with the gray man. Where this isn't paint by numbers either. No, where no, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not like hey Jordan Peele is doing something basic, but he does basic really good. The way we tried to say the Rooster yeah. Brothers were doing basic and doing right. something basic really On good. Purpose, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the Roosters, like you said, we're doing something basic really good. Yes. This Jordan Peele is not doing something basic, but maybe he's got a super complex thing, but isn't for me. Super duper color, like super duper giving it art, uh, giving art to it. Like, don't get me wrong, Hoyt, Hoyt Van Hotema, who's the cinematographer, and I saw this in IMAX. I know you saw it in the Grange, which is just fine. By the way, yes. props to the Lagrange Theater, yeah. uh, Classic Cinemas down in the Grange, Illinois. Taking this man in for a visit. Beautiful theater, very beautiful. I'll put um, some pictures on our socials. Oh, social please, media. yeah. But um I feel like even on a regular screen, compared to I think I saw it in Dolby Atmos, yeah, oh, it, it looked great. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, and and Hoyt can do that and make things look great. And I I admired like the low angles when 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 uh oj has to duck for cover and we're going and we're in in a barn or a shelter and anything hoyt can kind of come underneath and let you know that it's up there mm-hmm. but not quite up there and out of your frame and yeah go from there and like we can play with that on a video screen yeah um but yeah like there's uh, there no doubt is there art and craft here and i feel like there's a whole bunch of people lauding this movie for art and craft mm-hmm. but um but yeah i i guess Story complexity is a piece where I'm like, I didn't see enough. Or if it is that chase for fame, like, oh, that's it. That's kind of where my pause, where I'm like, where I'm like, I'm, I had fun for being there um and of course edge of my seat moment when the three dumbass kids in the stable are dressed up as aliens and that I, got me that got me but then i was I, like, then afterwards what? but it's one of those mo- one of those moments where afterwards you're like oh that's the only thing that's going to get me and it was worth that so
1: i don't I, yeah. I don't know man i mean there was some really provocative stuff that got me the whole time and oh I like had, the
0: the digested or ingested people that well i'll call that provocative that is, was cool this and
1: is a this shit. is another one that i cannot give credit it's not my idea i got this mm-hmm. from the variety article but yeah Uh, this variety article was talking about tokenism with people of color and the father is literally killed by a token (laughs) Um, and i thought that was interesting because a nickel um, will do that like he was you know he got hit in the face with a nickel and got killed and and um so i i i think this that's another disconnect that maybe both of us have as white men i think that's fair because Yeah, these are probably the things that you and I might not understand in terms of, and I'm not saying you don't understand the movie, and I'm I'm not saying you can't understand that to everyone out there, but there is also a gap in
0: absorption level.
1: Like, Get Out, I can understand what he's saying, but I will never be able to experience what it's like for a black man to go to an all-white family in upstate New York. Like, even the horror of that minus the people exchanging brains and bodies, like Mm -hmm. just the uncomfortableness of the judgments and the microaggressions. Like that's something I can understand, but never experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we've talked about this before in in conversations we've had in private about, you know, things that I approach. Yeah. I, I approach things that I, you know, I thought I was well intentioned and I, and I realized, no, 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 there's no way I can understand Mm -hmm. what a person A or B is going through because I will never be that. So, So I think this movie has a lot of that in it as well. That's that true, because is... we have that,
0: like you said, the multiracial journeys of these different people are coming to different places, going to different places. Yeah. Fame's connected to it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. but
0: Steven, yeah, let's go to the, let's go to,
1: what's his name? The monkey?
0: Gordy. The show is Gordy, the chimpanzee. Yeah, Gordy.
1: That that was, yeah, those were I gotta scenes. say, um, first of all, Jordan Peele, Knows how to open a movie. I mean, three movies in a row, and, and we'll talk about the comparison thing in a second. But mm-hmm. I, I think he does. We we do have. Well, yeah, well, I'll talk about that in a second. But mm-hmm. yeah, the get out opening. You know, with the the guy being like Lakeith Stanfield being like slowly stalked in the, in the mm-hmm. suburb, and then us that beautiful like, carnival scene, carnival yeah. thing in the eighties, which is just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And then this one with you're just essentially just seeing this like these bodies strewn about. And this monkey with blood all over him—it's yeah, it's so compelling, and so yeah. interesting.
0: And I, um, I admit I needed that to matter more than it ended but up. But that's mattering. that
1: was something else I've been reading yeah. about is that that is
0: kind of if that's the metaphor for fame. Well, then it's because what
1: happens to him is in his hubris mm. to cha- chase fame, mm-hmm. sacrificing the horses and having the shows. I mean, he gets mm-hmm. everybody killed. He does. Whereas Kiki Palmer realizes like, okay, <clears throat> I, you know, I got to save my brother. I got to do this. Mm-hmm. Like she, she still gets the shot, which I think is, you know, she gets the shot of the alien. Yeah. <clears throat> Fine. I I, I don't, I, I would prefer more of an X-Files thing where like uh, X-Files movie, if you guys remember that movie, like at the end, there's a huge flying saucer that comes out in Antarctica. And Scully's asleep, and right when she wakes up, it's gone, and, and she still <laughs> has that skeptic,
0: yeah. skeptical. So I, I do wish there's a little. We but, have a praying mantis in this movie that holds yeah, us all back to Don't worry. Yeah,
1: I, I wish there was a little bit darker of, of yeah. a tone where it's like she all that was for nothing, you know. But that's fine. I, I, I think that 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 is the same thing with the ending of Get Out, which originally was yeah, the
0: original. Like, I, I was brutal. I was rooting for that end. Yeah. yeah. So
1: yeah, maybe a little bit of a turn there, but I, yeah. that's what I want to steer into about. Okay, quote unquote masterpieces and things. We had a discussion with Cinematic mm. Underdogs about. Um, all movies have flaws, and I think. Totally. I think in this current age, we talked about this on our Gray Man episode. Um, not only are people willing to say this is the worst movie ever and the best movie ever right away, but when they say it's the worst, they don't look for any of the good qualities. I agree, and when they say it's the best, they don't look at the flaws. Mm-hmm. I think is a perfectly. Like my favorite movie of all time, which I consider a masterpiece, has a big flaw. Blade Runner twenty forty nine is mm-hmm. the Harrison Ford character is not really the character that he was in Blade Runner the first one. Yeah. but it services the difference. plot, and that's fine. Yeah. So, but I buy the story as is. It's my favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. But like, I can admit there's a flaw there. Um,
0: so you lost me in that favorite word as usual.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. We, we'll get it on that. But but I think with this one, it's getting a lot of praise. It and is. and but even, a lot of
0: but a lot of crazy, yeah, scary yeah. than Jaws and The Exorcist. Praise I'm uh, like pump your fucking brakes.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, but for me, like us is I think is perfect. Like not perfect, I, but I I, like I us love
0: us so much. Yeah. That's my and, number one of his three. If we're playing barstool rankings, yeah,
1: but yeah, like uh there's definitely some logical stuff where like if you really sit and think about yeah. oh the program that was in place yeah. there's holes holes all over. This is the same thing. I think I think it's ten minutes too long. This movie? Yeah, I think nope. I think the ending is yeah. a little too stretched out. Yeah, um, And then uh, uh, there's a couple character beats that do, like um, Michael Wincott. I'm glad he's back. Kind um, of
0: one note thing. He,
1: yeah, he has yeah. a great line mm. where he says, what, what does it say? He says that uh,
0: we don't deserve
1: the impossible. Mm-hmm. I
0: almost made that a lesson in my review. That, that's a great that also, statement, like,
1: but I don't think yeah. they made the jump. For his character feeling that way.
0: It, or if that meant to be a bigger thing, then they don't get the picture at the end. Then they have the Xbox thing. Right.
1: Yeah. So I think the movie has flaws. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I... We were talking about this on... Well, uh, we were talking about this on uh, kicking the Seat about Spider-Man 3. We were. I would rather have something that swings for the fences and is original and awesome and has the ideas there, even yeah. if they don't deliver all of them. Yeah, because that's just life. We're not perfect. That's, and that's time.
0: me with this one is like, yeah. and um, it takes its shot, and it does so yeah. in an artistic yeah. and and, and seven, many oftentimes brilliant way. Yeah. But I sc- I scored that at three. Like I yeah, I, I'm I can't go that far. I, I'm not a whore guy. And I, it, other than three little kids in a barn. I wasn't scared, and I'm I'm normally a pussy. So uh, I between thought it
1: was pretty tense, I thought it was there's a pretty some suspenseful movie-ish.
0: But like I say it in my review, like I as a farm kid, uh, the horses are my through thread for the movie where they're and I and the comedy beats are are, are wholly unique to Jordan Peele. Where yeah. all the scenes where the the silly title comes up, nope, we're clicking door oh, locks and all and that. I'm, like and I I'm I don't think it was on the nose at all. I thought his comedy beats were good, and and yeah. and I I'm it's refreshing that you have a quote-unquote horror movie or thriller movie where characters are like, no, fuck that, I'm out. You well, know? But that, it's also 10 minutes too long where I'd be hitting the hills a long time
1: before. Well, I get... The, the, what I get with Peel is what I think a lot of people get from Christopher Nolan. Okay. Um, and I think Peel is a thousand times more talented, but whatever. Here we go. Uh, but uh, with Nolan, I think a lot of people go in and it has populist imagery and a feeling Okay. Like you could sell that at a cinema. Like yeah. but it also has ideas that mm-hmm. you know That's uh, no one alright. So like you know, like Interstellar, which I'm not a fan of, but yeah, you know you can sell it on the imagery you can sell this and, and the star I, power here we are
0: making comparisons you can yeah. sell this that was actually not a fair comparison there was options Spielberg yeah. before it ever came to nolan so. right so like yeah.
1: I, i'm just using that as, as an example like mm-hmm. you can sell an interstellar or uh dunkirk based on the star power and the presentation yeah. and then you can present the ideas whether that works or not for you is neither here nor there right peel is the same way i think he has we've, we've mainstream got, sensibility populist um, Presentation. He's a name brand now, and we hear Jordan
0: Peele, and we come running.
1: That's why I think, like, okay, so like when we talk about Tarantino, right? Like, we don't Mm -hmm. talk about like it's like you were saying. There's the Keanu,
0: like with Jordan Peele,
1: like with (laughs) with Quentin Tarantino. I mean, he he was like a ghostwriter. He wrote like on It's Pat the movie. Like, we don't look at Quentin Tarantino the same in that regard because he's not the brand Quentin Tarantino wishes become, like the Quentin Tarantino written and directed movie, the Mm Christopher Nolan written directed movie you know, the Spielberg directed movie. Yeah. Peel is, is different, like from get out onward. And this is, and I agree with you about the comparisons because you it's do just, have to look individual. Yeah. But I think because he is that brand mm-hmm. now and he has set up a certain yeah. type of film in which his films have that layered social commentary and all three right. movies him, have a right. different thing. Yeah. So I think when we compare, it's not to be like, was this as good as Get Out or not? I actually come from the approach of, but when when people,
0: when that's the crux of their review, I'm like, stay out of the movie. Like, save those comparisons for an editorial piece after the movie. Yeah, is the journalism rule I'm playing. Yeah, yeah. Like one of my favorite, like music wise, like
1: one of my favorite bands is this band called Mastodon, and. Somebody asked me once, what's your favorite Mastodon album? And mm-hmm. everything is so different, but the same. Like, it has yeah. the same style, but, like, yeah. everything has a different tone and meaning to it. Mm-hmm. I just say, whichever one is playing at exactly. the time it's on. Yeah, and so. I feel the way about Peel. Like, mm-hmm. I, if Get Out's on, I'm going to watch it. If Us is on, I'm going to watch it. If nope, This too. is on, I'm going to watch it. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, so it's it's – I can't, like, pick one or the other. I mean, in terms of cultural cachet or, like – like if if we were get out to, has like Oscars get out has reasons. the Oscar it has yeah. it, it changed came like, at a
0: time when it needed yeah. to be done yeah. yeah so
1: I mean you could sit there and say like if, well that's why like when the it comes movie to, of its moment when mm-hmm. it comes to Spielberg like my favorite is not Jaws even though Jaws mm-hmm. is Jaws, probably yeah. the one that changed cinema you know probably. like I I prefer some other ones you know but yeah it comes down to your favorite versus best I, or favorite versus important
0: you know yeah Nope
1: is not as important. Us is not as important as Get Out. It does have to, to be, right. yeah,
0: like I there are, all, there are also people who are going, who are maybe lifting no higher than it needs to because yes. it's Jordan Peele. Sure. He's important. We should make it important. We should kiss his ass. Yeah. And like maybe he just made a darn good sci-fi thriller. Well, that's, what, that's fine. That's what happened. And I'm happy with and him making those versus a thousand other things, take yeah. it all day. And himself. that's
1: what happened with Us, too, because I remember he had a famous tweet where he said that get out is not a horror movie it's a documentary you know and mm, people love mm, that tweet yeah but people try to apply that to us and he just said no no no, it's just a horror movie yeah, like yeah yeah he'll be the first guy to tell you yeah one thing like that tweet this week with carpent carpenter he'll be the first guy to tell you stop comparing me to other people yeah yeah he, yeah. he even said like dude like i'm not you know like, yeah. I, I think he's not only is he like in touch mm-hmm. with the culture but like you know this is he's not going to go the way of um Who's the dude who did comedies and then suddenly did serious stuff and then made "Don't Look Up" and is now Adam McKay? Oh, Adam McKay! Like he's not—I like, don't yeah. see Peel going the Adam McKay way where he buys so. his own bullshit.
0: Yeah, like he's and, very grounded, and really soaks it into the movies. So. Yeah, yeah. No, because Adam McKay is yeah. almost too far. Like yeah, yeah. he wants—he thinks he's a satirist, and and he is, but boy, does he overcooked that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and plus, he's he buys into the fact mm-hmm. that he. Like we said, it, I'll, I'll tip my hat at the man's balls. That doesn't mean it always works. Right. And I,
1: I think the same thing is going to happen to Phillips, Todd Phillips now. Like I think, I think he's going to become – Now that the he's next, doing this
0: Joker thing, yeah. maybe he should just go back to making Hangover in Old School. Yeah. So I, I, I'm interested
1: mm. to see where he goes from this because mm-hmm. the other thing with the expectations – Where peel
0: pivots from this is very interesting. Yeah, because I agree.
1: We were talking about expectations. I think the reason why this movie works so well for me, flaws and all, is mm-hmm. because – you know, after Get Out, there was a lot of expectation for us, and he delivered. Yeah, and then after us, there was a lot of expectation, and he delivered, he delivered again, just fine. So yeah. it's going to be harder and harder for him to yeah. deliver the same thing. Well, especially I, in this culture, and I give people but, a pass
0: where you can't hit a home run every time, right? So you I'm, know, it's I'm anxious to ask. see. I'm anxious because there's a couple of filmmakers where even when you, they you make tease a, this, who's those guys that come right out three films like this guy? Uh, totally, I don't know. Like this is three winners in a row. Even if I'm doing three, and I'm a shitty person in three. That's three winners in a row.
1: No. I doubt. mean, I we can all go with some I mean, the other thing is it's all um subjective. No, it's not subjective. <laughs> I'm saying it's all in hindsight too.
0: Like Hitchcock is, is dead, so we have yes. a full That's why thing. I don't assign masterpieces till people right, die.
1: Right. Yeah. And then uh Spielberg is older he's almost 75 80 years there's old enough so career to you know, there's enough career to do it yeah. like um because i mean yeah,
0: we're gonna find jordan peele like in terms of future like is he gonna be damned to always need to hit a home run to do what he's done in three films now and i yeah. i'm already seeing it in the tweets and things of like oh mm. this isn't get out and like how could how could well, anything ever be like it's frustrating. he's almost damned by his first amazing success and yeah. i i see other filmmakers like that where i know I'd say Damien Chazelle. Like uh, Damien Chazelle had a very good small first film, and then he blows the doors out the place with with with, with, with Whiplash. And then La La Land wins oh, all. Whiplash, of it, okay. yeah. I was Whip, given the face for. I know. I thought you were going to talk about no, this but, movie but, that whi- movie. but Whiplash came out and did <laughs> did fantastic stuff. Yep. La La Land was an elevation of what he can do with <laughs> craft and all that, and it won whatever it won and hated whatever it hated, loved whatever it loved. Um, and then to me, First Man, as polished and solid as it is. It's still very, very good, but at the same time, people were like, it was such a departure from Whiplash and La La Land that, right. like, wait, that's not the Damien Chazelle I expect. Yeah, we people start baking their expectations by yeah. the flavors of stuff they've already eaten. And yeah. they, they expect so hard that it needs to be exactly like what they already had. And I yeah. like that a filmmaker has the balls to do departures. Spielberg does it to me. Chazelle does it. Mm-hmm. Peel is branching in that direction he's uh, staying very like i say it in my review like if he stays the poster boy for and we hate this term together elevated horror, that's a shitty place to pigeonhole and put jordan Peele, yeah, and i want to yeah. i'm not saying he needs to go back and make key and peel tv show into the movie but it's the more he branches the more he will gain with oh yeah power yeah. respect and all the things yeah i think there was um but nolan to me nolan reasonably branches i mean oh, prestige sure. Like, sure. no two movies are alike with that guy no, um no, barry no. jenkins mm-hmm. is i know he did a very small film and then moonlight and now if bill street could talk and to me he's making even if you don't count it as very small first one and you say whatever he does next is as good as the three things appeal does yeah probably if I'm, that next thing is the lion king prequel that we hear is coming <laughs> challenge accepted yeah, barry I'm, jenkins i'm trying to think of like Three first films in a row, because I mean, my yeah. own personal experience. What's Affleck's first three, for example?
1: Well, he did uh, Town, Argo. No, he and then did Lived the other night. one before that. He did uh, Gone Baby Gone. Gone Baby Gone.
0: That's a hell of a first three. It's it's good, but Gone, it's Gone Baby not Gone, the those, Town, and Argo.
1: But the, they don't have the, of the mixture of like cultural zeitgeist. Like, no, not at all, and not at all. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. this is this is something where it's like, but three, not only an event. And well done. You're well done, but you're well you a like, pillar. The, yeah. So I, that's I mean, peel for sure. And this is not a great example, but like in terms of like movies where I was like, "Holy crap! Like this is my thing." I think of Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. but I don't like Mallrats necessarily. But mm-hmm. Clerks, then Mallrats, then Chasing Amy. That's a, hell of a Like three. Clerks and. Chase Gammy to me still hold up as like amazing independent yeah. films all right it's your time capsule yeah but it's yeah. i also don't think it's that good
0: but um I that good.
1: so that's that, fine that ruins yeah. that three right
0: there but think, uh, it's still a good movie it's yeah, but, it's but when you're classic. talking about but here we are now we're asking for smith to make a comedic pillar every yeah. time and yeah. i i tell you what some of the some mind, of the argument man. is i'm not going to ask jordan peele to mm-hmm. make a masterpiece or potential masterpiece sure, sure, sure. every time i'm yeah. also the guy that doesn't believe in the shitty term of flawed masterpiece because if you're a flawed masterpiece yay in a masterpiece yeah. so
1: well and, and and uneducated film people will, we know we know if you
0: will say like they'll say like oh martin
1: scorsese only makes gangster films or twist. cronenberg only makes Twisty body things. horror films yeah, yeah and that's a problem too is uh-huh. people do get because we were talking about people that take those dips like mm-hmm. cronenberg to me um, You know, yeah, his first—not even his first. I mean, his first three or four movies were like body horror films, but he also did a race car movie after that. Then he he did a bunch of swerves, like M Butterfly,
0: and like I mean, then he went to History
1: of Violence and and uh, Promises,
0: and like yeah, he went. It's uneducated. I mean, you dig deep enough. Um, a guy I love is like Edward Zwick. He does like. 30 something the sitcom on abc then he does glory yeah then he does yeah, like yeah. the siege and legends of the fall and then the last samurai and then he'll make like uh the jake gyllenhaal and hathaway like sex comedy one like um oh well. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like the guys got range and then you watch um taylor um, hackford is another one taylor where like what does, the hell like he does officer and gentleman and devil's advocate right. like how the
1: hell did those connect right
0: um <laughs> then you there's some greats there the oh. for the uneducated like sydney let Guy makes different oh, movies every sure, time. Norman sure. Jewison, he does Fiddler on the roof and in the heat of the night. Like yep. the guy yep. goes. That's I mean, right. um, you 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 can go all day. Um, and and or people who pigeonhole people only by their successes, because to me Hitchcock never made the same movie twice, other than some things yeah. he remade. But like, yeah, um, yeah like uh, yeah, he may stay in the thriller vein, and maybe that's Jordan Peele. Yeah, that's or okay. If he stays yeah. in the thriller vein, but has a variety of his topics and and platforms within. Go ahead and go there. I have no problems with that. I I have no problems with if he were to make a romantic comedy, I'm there.
1: Yeah, I have no problems with anyone staying in a lane either. If you're good at it, if you're good at it, I don't mind. It makes money. I think that yeah, I think that um, yeah, it doesn't bother me. Like when I think about Kevin Smith, like it doesn't bother me that he never had the same level of after Dogma. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't think it doesn't bother me that like everything he did after that was either a, a yeah. derivative of previous stuff yeah it didn't bother me because it kind of hit my lane of yeah of of liking but i get it like i know that we expect i mean at this point i think Peele, the word. i think peel is going to be either unfortunately or fortunately depending he's going to be like the nolans or the tarantinos or yes. the scorseses or the spielbergs that you are going to expect a peel film now. And and I think that's going to be a bummer. I think it's going to be a bummer. bummer. Well, that's what happened with Cronenberg this year with Mm *Crimes in the future. He hasn't made a film in eight years. And Mm -hmm. despite all his variation of films that he makes, um, people were like, okay, well, this next one is, uh, it's going to be body horror Cronenberg. And thankfully it's an amazing movie. This, by the way, crimes of the future was number one for me this year so far uh nope has now moved
0: i can understand why it, i mean and for, in closing on nope uh i i, I understand the appeal and, and the parts there uh, i don't get the same cohesion and glue that you do but uh mm-hmm. yeah the man the man doesn't make at this point three films and doesn't make bad movies i feel but i feel bad and i have that warning out there of yeah. um not just for him but for the critics of just like hey it's okay that he pumps the brakes and it's okay that we pump the brakes in the guy like just, oh. just let him make a damn good movie. Um, yeah. He didn't make a turd or a lemon. And that's the thing. Like we've seen other people make turds and lemons. And, and I think, I guess I have to balance my own thoughts to say, like, I know I play the crit when I'm writing a review and I do the critic thing. Um, You're only as good as your, your, the film I'm writing about. I'm not going to dove into the past on your review sitting on a bar stool. I will. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I can step back after that review and go, "Hey, we'll always have like and, like Casablanca. We'll always have Paris. If Spielberg were to make Lemon after Lemon to finish his career, we'll always have Jobs. We'll always have a thousand oh, things yeah. we love yeah, from yeah. the I mean, of... So hate. like, not, by judging something current to the way that you need to judge it, you'll still always have the things you love. And course, I so. and I can step out of my silly critic's hat and do that.
1: Oh, I look at it sports the same way, like totally. I I mean my football, my, my football team is." uh been around for almost 50 years. Mm-hmm. And I would say like 47 of those years have been absolute dog shit, My, but I'll always yeah. have the three years. We were good. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're
0: here in Chicago right now the, the 2016 Cubs, I think there's one member of that world series team still on the club. Yeah. That's yeah. it. And it's been a quick six years. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh yeah. You'll always have that it, yeah. 85 bears here in Chicago. Oh, God, you know. Here in Chicago. That's they're they'll never that's buy. Still. They'll never buy a drink in this town for again. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're living off 85 mm-hmm. bears in
1: there forever. I but think. yeah.
0: <laughs> so this is us on video with Nope, huh? Yeah. So we, so
1: what do you guys think? If you want to see more content like this, we'll, we can, you know, this was kind of on the fly. So yeah.
0: We'll, yeah. We're, you know, we'll, we're, we're, toggling between screens to get our reads. Yeah, it's we, crazy.
1: We had no plan to do this, but, yeah. uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll spice it up, maybe put some intercutting, have us on headphones in separate corners so we can see <laughs> our reactions, whatever. Yeah. But this was just a nice little thing we wanted to give you. We'll also be putting up, um, some videos uh, on the YouTube channel of uh, Don's uh, office and Mm. Don's viewing space, which is super awesome.
0: For a a middle-class Chicago bungalow, I'm doing all right. Yeah,
1: and I'll do the same thing for me. Uh, You'll see all my toys. The Phoenix hotbed. The Phoenix hotbed, literally.
0: Yeah, that's Um, what I'm going to call the place.
1: But, uh, yeah. And hopefully someday we will get uh, Don out to Arizona. We'll we'll come out here and do a live show hopefully someday.
0: I will be redder than this. Yeah, he'll he'll burn alive. Yeah.
1: but in the meantime, follow us on Twitter at Cinephile Fit and on Facebook at Cinephile Fit Podcast. Also find both of us on Letterboxd. We do update our ratings and episode guides uh, every week. Uh, we appreciate your captive audience and social media participation. Cinephile Fit is a 25YL Media Podcast, as you can see on a shirt. Brought to you by Network.com. We don't have a shirt. Please visit, rate, review, and subscribe. We are also on Rotten Tomatoes, Banana Meter, and we are charter members of the new Independent Film Critics of America group. I'm just kind of in name only. You, you kind of do all I, the heavy
0: lifting for that. Because Byron can't lift anything. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's true.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, Ruminations Radio Network's uh, Zack Snyder Cut Sucks has more where that came from with wonderful programs. And Henry Cavill's
0: not coming back.
1: Yeah, let it go, buddy. Our show, <laughs> our show and others are available on iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere you find your favorite